so great to be with you here today. You know, this month we're talking about the topic called treasure. And today we're going to talk about Jesus being our greatest treasure. Because it says in his word that we are his treasure, so Jesus is our greatest treasure also. And we're going to talk about that and exactly what that means. You know, my dad, my father, he had a hard time in his life, in his early years growing up in his household. He had a bad living situation. He lived with his mother who was single, and she had a boyfriend that was an alcoholic. He was really drunk almost every day. And he would come home and he would do bad things to my father. So my father had a rough time when he went to school and, you know, all of the drama in his household. And he had to grow up with that. Eventually, he was able to move out of the house, and he moved in with his grandfather, who lived across town. And there he was safe away from what was happening in his mother's home. But you know, my dad, he went off, and he served in the Second World War. He was here in Germany with the United States Army, and he was throughout Europe and different places he had to go during his time serving. And when he went back home, he got married. And a few years later, they decided one night to go to this meeting. There was a huge tent that was put up in his town with a couple thousand chairs. And an evangelist came, and everybody in the town just wanted to go to see what was happening in this big tent. And the Reverend Billy Graham came that night with a meeting, and my father and my dad, and my father and my mother went to that meeting. And that night is when my father found his treasure, the wonderful treasure of Jesus Christ in his life. And that changed his life. That was his greatest treasure. You know, my dad was never the same after that night. He had a rough start. He had a terrible start to his life in that household. But because of Jesus, he had a new life, a great future. New things were going to happen in his life. And he lived his life from that day on honoring Jesus Christ. He served in his church, and he served his family throughout his life. You know, my father, he never complained about what happened to him. We never heard the stories. In fact, we heard it from other people. We never heard it from him. He never complained throughout his life because he was so thankful that night that he found his treasure in Jesus Christ. My dad died at the age of 72. And you know, I was really close to my father. And it was really a sad time for me because my father lived his life an example of what it means to treasure Jesus Christ in your life. He did things that honored God. He worked hard. He served God faithfully. He was a kingdom builder on this earth from the day that he met 
Jesus in that tent meeting. But you know, I know my dad is with the Lord. I know he is with Jesus today. And his life had a purpose while he was on this earth. All of his children are following Jesus. And his children's children. And those children, great-grandchildren, all know about Jesus because of that one decision that he made in the tent that night. He accepted the treasure of Jesus Christ for his life. Maybe you had a rough start in your life. Maybe you're even going through some things right now that's a really tough situation. You can find your treasure today in this place, right in this Cinemax, because Jesus is waiting for you to accept him, to accept that wonderful treasure. He is going to put you on a new path in life. He is going to guide your life, which is going to change generations of people because of your acceptance and following him. He will make you the head. You will no longer be the tail. You will be in a family, a chosen nation of people who love you. And Jesus Christ will be with you all along the way. So I want to ask you one question today, and this is what we're going to talk about, and I want you to think about this. One question. Is Jesus your greatest treasure today? Is Jesus your greatest treasure? You know, when I was five years old is when I found the treasure, and I was so happy about praying with my mom to have Jesus into my heart. I was five years old, and I can remember it till this day. And I was so excited about that. And you know, when I was a young girl, I was a pretty animated little girl. I jumped around a lot, and I just was always, you know, moving my hands, and I still do that today. But I just was, you know, just that kind of a, a little girl. And when I found that treasure in Jesus, I was just so excited to tell everybody. I carried a little storybook Bible with me everywhere I went because I knew all the stories from my mother telling me them. And I carried that little book. And whenever I would be outside and the kids would be out playing, I would tell them a story and I would show them the great picture of, you know, Jonah and the whale or Noah in the, in the boat. And they would, oh... And, you know, I would tell it in an animated way, and they'd get so excited. Ooh, they'd say. And I carried that book on the bus when I started school and on the playground, and I'd continue to just tell these stories to kids because I, was, I just loved it. That was my life. Everything I did, I told the stories because that's really all I knew. Those were the only stories I ever heard about. So I wanted to share them. But you know, as I got older, and as a teenager, I decided, you know, I'm not going to carry that book anymore. 
that story Bible book with the beautiful pictures, I decided that it's time to just not say anything. Oh, yes, I went to church every Sunday. I was there, and I was kind, and I did my job. I followed Jesus, but I wasn't going to really tell anybody that I had the greatest treasure in the world. I just went on with my life, went through school, didn't say a word to anyone. And you know, I believe that if we are not careful, it can happen to all of us. We receive that great treasure and we're so happy about it. We're so thrilled to have that new life. And then after a period of time, it's just routine. We get into building our careers and doing everything that we need to do in this life. And we no longer focus on the real thing that we carry within us. And that is the treasure of having Jesus in our life. Our life just becomes a routine day in and day out. If we truly believe that Jesus is the greatest treasure that we ever found, I believe that we would be running to get to this place every Sunday. We could not wait to gather together because we don't know what's going to happen in here. Somebody in this place today is going to find that treasure and their life is going to be changed just like my dad that night in that tent. And generations of people are going to know who Jesus Christ is because of that one decision in this place today. And I believe, if we truly believe that, we will run to get to this place. We can't wait to see what God is going to do. You see, we don't need to invite Jesus to come here. Jesus lives in you, and he comes in this place when you walk in the door. So we don't have to say, come Jesus. No, he's in us. He walks in when you walk in this door. He comes in here. And it takes all of us together to shout his name and to proclaim the good news. Not just the first two rows of people in this place, but the whole way to the back. Each and every person. When we shout, and proclaim the good news, the walls will fall down, and somebody's life is going to be changed forever. You believe that? Do you believe that today? You know, I believe too, Andrew said it earlier, it's so important for us not to neglect the gathering together. You see, we come together to pray for one another, encourage one another, to lay hands. I know we're not supposed to touch each other right now. But to lay hands on one another, to bring healing. We are to hug one another because we are the family of God. We love one another. And we got to find our place in that family of God. You see, all of us fit in here together. We all have a place to do something. Whatever it is, got to find where you fit in the kingdom of God in this place to build his kingdom 
in this great city of Berlin. I believe if Jesus is our treasure, and this is my last point today, if he truly is our greatest treasure, we will no longer be lacking of the finances that the church needs, not just this church, but every church around the world. You see, God's kingdom has to be financed. We don't just come in this place for free. You know, the Cinemax didn't come to us and say, Hey, church, you want a free room? Come on in. Do whatever you want, as long as you want. No charge. Hey, let's pray for that. Wouldn't that be a miracle? That's something we could pray for. Because you never know, that could happen. But that hasn't happened right now. So we don't just walk in here for free. I don't have this mic. I didn't walk into the music store and say, hey, I need a free mic. I'm going to speak on Sunday. Do you understand what I'm saying? God's kingdom takes resources. And it takes all of us together to build his kingdom. Not just a few people. All of us. All of us have to give into the kingdom of God. Because we must realize somebody's life is going to be changed because of what you are doing and how you are financing the kingdom of God. You see, when my dad walked into that tent, that tent didn't go up for free. Somebody financed that. Somebody put that tent up there and paid for that. Somebody paid to bring in all that equipment so thousands of people could hear the message of Jesus Christ. And think of that. Just one man, and there was thousands more that were changed that night. But one man changed generations of people for Jesus. And that's what can happen right here in this church and many other churches in this city and around the world because of your commitment, your tithe, giving to the Lord and to build his kingdom right here in this place. You see, God's word says in Mark, it is not the healthy that need a doctor, but it is the sick. And Jesus is the doctor. And he comes here in you and brings healing to those that need that touch. They need to get on the path and accept that treasure of Jesus Christ in their life. And that's what this church is all about. Telling others about Jesus Christ through each of you. You know, God's word says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Live a righteous life, and he will give you everything that you need. He will give you everything that you need. Those that honor God, he will honor. Joshua was a man of God that led the nation of Israel into the promised land. 
And he proclaimed, As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord God. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord God. And what a wonderful thing to think about, you and your family, making God first, coming into the house of God each and every week. God will bless your life. Last year when they told me that I had cancer, I cried for the first couple weeks. I was so sad, I just couldn't believe that that would happen to to me. But then I realized, Jesus is my treasure, and I am going to make him first throughout this whole situation. And I know that he will heal me, he will take care of me. And when I did that, and I made him first, everywhere I went, God was with me. His favor was on my life, the doctors, the hospitals, the treatments, I knew he was there every step because he is first in my life. He is the greatest treasure that I hold and that I have and will cherish for all of my life. Many of you know the story found in the Gospel of Mark 14. There was a lady And she had that treasure of perfume. That was all she had. A bottle of precious perfume that was worth a lot of money. She walked into that room and saw Jesus. She poured it on his head. And some of the people that were sitting there at the table, they looked and they said, Why are you doing that? You could sell that precious perfume. You could make a lot of money and feed the poor. You could do this. You could do that. And you know, so often I hear stories from some of you. People will say, why do you have to go to church every Sunday? What do you mean you're going to be there for a couple services? You mean you're going that early Sunday to set up? Why? And they don't like it. And they badger us and they say things and then they find out you're giving your tithe of what belongs to the Lord. And they say, why would you give a tithe to that place? You could buy a new chair or you could have a new kitchen table or Just imagine all the pots and pans and dishes you could buy. Everything you want, new clothing. And they make fun of us. They don't understand. And that's what they did to this woman. They did not understand why she would pour that expensive perfume on Jesus' head. But this is what Jesus said. That woman did a beautiful thing. That woman did a beautiful thing. And he says that about us here in Berlin. He says those people 
they are doing a beautiful thing for the kingdom of God. They are building a church that will change people's lives and generations of people forever. You know, when I come in here and I see a lot of young men and they're carrying this stage here and I'll tell you this stage is really heavy and I can barely get up the steps they have to help me but they're carrying this in and out every Sunday and I look at these people and I pray for them that God will keep them healthy and strong and I pray that God will raise up more men just, and women just like them that are going to help to carry out this equipment every week and bring it in. Because some of you out there need to find your place. You need to find where you can serve the Lord and fit in and to help build His kingdom so somebody somebody's life can get changed each and every week. A week ago, couple weeks ago, I think it was, I saw this quote on social media and I wrote it down because I thought it was so good. Maybe some of you saw it, but I want to just share that with you today. This is what it said. God feeds the birds. God feeds the birds. But he doesn't throw the worms into the nest. He doesn't throw the worms into the nest. Rise and shine. Hustle and grind. And I believe that's what the Lord wants us to do. He will take care of us. But we got to rise and shine in our jobs, in our school, whatever it is. We got to rise and shine, hustle and grind, and build the kingdom. We can't put him last. We have to put him first. And so often we put him last. We say, well, you know, I have to do this on Sunday, or I have to do that on Sunday. Well, I got a big test coming up, so I guess I'm going to miss being with God's people. God says if we put him first, everything else will work out. He will give you the time that you need. You will be able to learn faster, quicker. He will give you wisdom. We have to hustle and grind. We have to study. We have to do whatever it takes. But we got to put him first in our life. He is our treasure. The greatest treasure that you hold in your hands is Jesus. God bless you. Amen.